knowing that you've got those kind of processes in place. Someone wanted to go back to their job was literally just yesterday, or was it the day before, Em and I were speaking and I just remember saying to her like, I actually just feel really thankful that we have been in a position where we've seen every single day of our child's life. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Stay Hungry podcast today. We've got Jennifer Henderson on the pod and we're going to be talking about getting off the hamster wheel, growing a business and starting a family. Jen, welcome to the Stay Hungry podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. So, for the uninitiated, who the hell are you? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Lots of people are probably thinking, who is this lass? Well, first and foremost, you probably hear I've got a Scottish accent, so I'm up from over the border. Um, And I am one half of Body Fit Coaching. Um, I have a health and fitness business business, uh, with my partner, Emma, that we both run. And uh, we also have a one-year-old baby, which is pretty crazy in itself when you say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, um, so I'm part of a coaching program that you're actually a coach in. And for the listener's benefit, I've kind of seen your journey. So yes. I've, and like, so it's going to be really interesting to unpack that in this podcast because I've I've watched that from the other side and like cried snotty tears over your story. So. <laughs> So like now this is my opportunity to get you back, really. Um, That's so, all good. So prior to kind of starting in business then, what, what were you doing? I was actually a PE teacher. And I was a PE teacher for 15 years. I know I'm a lot younger. I look a lot younger than my eyes. <laughs> Hard paper round, is that not what they say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what Andy always says to me. You must have a tough paper round. But yeah, I was a PE teacher for 15 years and then I I worked in education um, for, you know, about another five years while I was or we were, you know, really kind of pushing the boundaries of launching the business full time. The business Body Fit Coaching has been, you know, in circulation for, you know, just over 10 years. um, But for half of that, we were both working full time. Yeah. um, And then it transitioned. To me, working full-time in the business, Emma working part-time in the business, full-time. She also worked in education in a different role to then uh, us both being full-time in the business. And we've both been full-time in the business um, for about three years now, which is, you know, excellent. <laughs> That's mega. So what what happened that made you think, I want to run my own business versus, you know, a, a teaching career is a secure career. It, by a lot of people's standards, it's a good salary. You, you're going to have a reasonable pension, maybe not as good as teachers used to get, but um, what made you leave that? No, completely agree with all those points. And, you know, from being a, a, a wee girl, I'm going to say, my aspiration was I always wanted to be a PE teacher. I was heavily into sport, I played sport, and I had some really great role models in my life, um, other te- like teachers and people in my, in my family, and that was just something I always wanted to do. And I pursued that. I went to university, I started teaching, and I just very quickly realised, and this sounds um, quite, I'm going to say, um, monetary, but I very quickly realised that there just wasn't a lot of money left at the end of the month. And that's yeah. the reality. And that is the truth. I loved what I was doing and I did that for about eight years. But by the time you buy your first flat and you buy your first, I'm going to say your first good car, you know, you suddenly you've got this, you know, nice little income coming in from your full-time teaching job 
but you can't afford to go on holiday. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, I actually had a better social life. I had a better travel life when I was a student because I had a lot more disposable income as a student than what I did now as a, I'm going to say, a young professional. Yeah. So the the, 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 the the kind of satiety levels of a human being, I'm going to say, wasn't that great, you know? And then when you're in the, an industry like education, similar to the NHS, which, you know, won't come as a surprise to many, you know, the pressure the hours, the expectations versus the reward on the back end doesn't quite marry up. And that is the reality, unfortunately, that, you know, it's the way we live. And, you know, lots of people will say, yeah, but you get 13 weeks school holidays a year and that's great. And and, and that was great. But if you can't go away on holiday almost 13 years, 13 weeks of the year, suddenly you're like, right, okay, is this all that it's cracked up to be? Yeah. You know? And I did really enjoy teaching, which is why I really enjoy coaching, like what I do now in my, my full-time business. But I just wasn't I just wasn't getting back what I was putting in. And not just from a, a kind of financial point of view, but just from a, you know, I was giving a lot more than I was getting back. And, uh, you know, uh, to be honest, I just got fed up because you just got squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and squeezed and squeezed to a point where I just couldn't, be squeezed anymore and I just thought no this is not for me forever yeah. you know and at that I just started looking elsewhere what other opportunities this point the business had been running for a couple of years and in terms of it at that point we were just running outdoor fit camps but we were seeing over 200 people a week so having my school wage as a teacher Emma's wage as a work also working in education what we call an active schools coordinator and us running the the, the kind of I'm going to call it more of a boot camp business at that time, we were actually making a really good income. Yeah, you know, between all three streams, we're making a really really good income, but we were just like we could you know expand the business. We can open a studio. We you know because we're obviously both level three personal trainers. We can. So at that point, we were like, right, let's. Um, um, I, I'd kind of taken a sideways move in education in another role, and I was actually working for the national agency of for sport sports scotland similar to same sport england but for yeah. sports scotland and um, but working within schools so it was on a seconded basis so i was still technically a teacher but working for them and it was during that period of time because i had flexibility and i had freedom and i was able to work flexi time that we really started kind of building more of the body fit brand and you know and um, we bought what i'm going to say now the house of our dreams which allowed us to open up a private studio and Basically, as my kind of contract was running out, I just increased the number of hours inside the, per- the, the private studio until it got to a point where I'd left and I was, you know, working full-time in the studio. Uh, Emma was still working full-time um, in school. And uh, and again, by this point, you know, we'd more than uh, recouped, you know, the education salary. We are also bringing in additional, obviously, from the, the personal training and uh, in terms of the private studio and then still running all our boot camps. So, Again, you know, we were in a really great place in terms of, you know, from a, a business point of view. And, you know, our, I'm going to say our satisfaction levels were really, really high. But, and you'll know this because you'll have heard this before, it also got to a point where I was like, I can't do any more. Yeah. Because there's only, there's a cap to your hours in the week. So I was like, well, I can't do any more. And not that it's always about um, growth, but for me, a lot of what I like to do, it's about pace and challenge. And I like to be challenged and I like to be pushed and I like to grow. 
And I knew that the model that we were running wasn't going to allow us to grow in the way that we really wanted to. Mm. And of course, then to bring Emma into the business full time. And we were thinking, well, if I'm working full time in the studio, then Emma comes to work in full time in the studio. We'll just be like ships in the night because one will be in, one will be out. And then the other will be in and the other will be out. Yeah. So like, like this, okay, brings us a, a really good income. But is it what we can do forever? And we realized at that point, well, no, it wasn't. And it was at that point that I actually started working, or, or I started working with Neil in the the mentorship that uh, that you are in right now as well. So that's kind of how that evolved. That's wild. That's wild. There's so much to unpick there, but like I love the so like we meet a lot of businesses um, that are probably quite far beyond the startup stage. Uh, or we'll meet businesses that have got like a lot of seed funding so they'll have had quite a lot of heavy investment early doors but actually when I started in business I worked a part-time job to make sure I made ends meet too like I I just worked for a local charity and and it was a paid role and and a lot of people seem to like think that their business needs to sustain them from the off and it's just Mm -hmm. simply not true no no not at all not at all yeah so what kind of was your experience of because it's it's a big leap when you're working in teaching to decide to like have a side business (laughs) yeah well it's it's really funny and i giggle because like my whole circle of friends are all teachers yeah and every single one of them say to me i wish i could have done what you've done or i wish i could have did what you did or i wish i could do what you do now Mm. i won't take the leap so, you know, uh, they're, they're kind of backtracking a, a tad, but, you know, the reason why I, I, I kind of really got into the fitness industry, obviously being a PE teacher, I was obviously, you know, heavily invested in health and fitness, but I used to go to boot camp myself as a participant and the the personal trainer who ran the, the class, like I got really friendly with him and I was doing PT sessions with him and he, he, needed a, he needed class cover and he said to me, he was like, Jen, you're a PE teacher, do you fancy covering a class? He was like, I'll be there so insurance will all be fine and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay then. And that was what kind of what gave me the taste for, let's just say, earning a bit of extra money because when you're in school, you're also, your salary, there isn't an opportunity to earn any extra money. So just being able to get that, you know, I'm going to say a little bit of cash in the bank on a monthly basis was just a bit like, oh, yeah, this is great, you know, uh, for working a few hours a week. And then I went through my, got my qualifications out with that. And then and then things just grew and grew and grew from there yeah. because, um, you know, I'm quite a driven person, as you probably know. And I was just like, oh, well, I could, you know, this we could do this, we can replicate this, we can do this in other areas. You know, and before we knew it, we had like five classes running and like I said, seen over 200 people a week. And it was it was bonkers, um, but it was great fun. It was really great fun. And how did you like find the energy for that? You don't actually know that's the truth. <laughs> well, do you know what, actually? I do know. I had an injury. I had a shoulder injury. I was a volleyball player. I know I'm only five foot three, but I used to be a volleyball player. <laughs> and I retired from playing sport. And that was basically where the energy came from. Yeah, so I okay. made a decision that, because I was going for surgery on my shoulder, at that point, it actually allowed us to open up like an extra two classes a week because I wasn't training twice a week. Yeah. So because I wasn't, and I'm going to say, you know, doing my own extracurricular, um, it just, I just replaced. This is a reality. I replaced my own sport with teaching fitness. That's, See, that's, it. that's really interesting. So, kind of on that point, I have this conversation a lot with with people who aren't in business, 
or yeah. people who are in business that I think might not be hungry enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they their business exists to facilitate their lifestyle, where mm-hmm. my business exists because it's it's a good chunk of my passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's easy to put my energy into the business because it's what I feel passionate about. So like uh, a, like a lazy example would be a lot of my friends will like play PlayStation at the weekend and they'll yeah. all get online and they'll be playing Call of Duty or whatever. And I'm not. I'm no. I'm like writing an email funnel. <laughs> it's like oh. but I get more reward and enjoyment out of that than I would jumping on yeah. the PlayStation. Like how is that like you're saying a lot of your friends are teachers when they saw you doing what you were doing how did they react it, they were actually all you know incredibly supportive to be honest yeah incredibly supportive quite gobsmacked like when at first when I was like well I'm leaving and um, when I when I took the kind of first step and I went on the seconded post they were like amazing you know good for you but you're still a teacher yeah you know, but you're still a teacher and actually throughout that period of time as well, something I didn't mention, I also lectured at college um, part-time because um, similar, they'll have similar, in the in Scotland, they have what you call the General Teaching Council and you need to be affiliated to that to be a teacher, basically. Yeah. Whilst I was out on secondment, I was doing lecturing as well, just as part of, uh, to keep my professional development up to date so I could stay registered as a teacher and I actually continued to do that for a couple of years and whilst I was running the business I would still say I was full-time in the business but I was doing like two or three hours a week in the college and they were always like yeah but you're still lecturing and you're still you know and it was still like you know but you still do that and you know so I think it wasn't until basically that I I um I gave birth that it was like which is obviously like, you know, caring our young ones, he's almost 17 months now, but, you know, obviously getting pregnant wasn't a, you know, in the, I'm going to say it wasn't an easy time. It didn't just kind of happen overnight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I made a decision at that point as well. Well, this is like kind of what we're going to go all in on. It wasn't until at that point that they were, I think they realised that actually the business was like the full-time thing. Yeah. You know? So I think they always just thought, okay, but she'll probably, you know, still do a little bit of this and still do a little bit that but you know they were incredible or they are still incredibly supportive and to be honest they're like our biggest fans nice. <laughs> on social media you know they really are they're our biggest fans they're always liking they comment they um you know they're always you know they watch everything that we do that's for sure that's cool that's cool yeah i remember before the little one came along i think i saw you guys um you went on like a pretty mega holiday and mm-hmm. and i was like yeah they've done it like they've made it like it, it, it i could you could see it it was like that that's not a normal trip yeah we did um I, i'm trying to remember which one because we've had a few yeah <laughs> it might have been five weeks in australia and new zealand or it was no it was probably when we did um ironically you'll know in this in a minute we did a wedding in cancun and then we flew across to miami yeah and then Travelled all around Florida for a couple of weeks and then came home. It was maybe that one. Yeah, I it was, yeah, I think it was the second one. So, and I just sort of witnessed that and was like, and a lot of your content at the time was about how you'd like built to create yeah. that opportunity and how you could take time away from the business and yeah. and I, and I was like, yeah, that's that's really aspirational for someone who's trying to get there with their business and create that yeah. financial freedom to do something that. 
Uh -huh. maybe they thought was out of reach. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, I'm a, a very logical person, right? So, for example, like this room that I'm sitting in, it's an office which is in our garden because we looked for a house for like two years and it had to be the house. We wanted the house where we could put the private gym into, we could run our business and we could do all of that. At that point, having a baby wasn't in the equation. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, the house that we have, it's a it's a large house, it's a bungalow, um, and it does technically have four bedrooms in it, but we only really have two bedrooms because two of the bedrooms are, well, one's a bedroom and one's a, was an office, which was converted into the, I'm talking about over here because yeah. there. <laughs> one was an office and one was um, a bedroom so we pushed them together to become the gym and then when we decided that we were going to have a baby uh, we were like right we really need an office now <laughs> so it was like right well we need this office so that's just what's going to have to happen so what how can we do that we were going to extend our house we were going to do lots of different things and then we settled with actually building it in the garden and um, which is was the best option and actually you know um from a kind of uh, space-wise, we got yeah. a lot more space, believe it or not, than what we would if we'd went up in the house. But like being logical, it was like, I couldn't even, I'm going to say, think about or even entertain like having children without like having the house and having everything in there and secure. Yeah. And having the business, you know, before that it was the business. So like every like all the ducks had to be in a row before I could then like think about or move on to the next thing, if you like. That's such a, such a teacher's approach totally. to, to business. <laughs> totally. It's like, oh, I've got to make sure all my ducks in a, are in a row. So something I say to some of my clients, because I often get, I need to make sure my ducks are in a row. I'll be like, have you ever tried to get ducks in a fucking row? <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'll say it from a personal point of view, but, you know, I am actually really spontaneous as well. Yeah. Out with that and like you know like when we actually started working with neil yeah. a little side note i remember like we, we jumped on a call with him and we knew we were going to work with them and at yeah. that point you'll know that there was a 16 week digital marketing course but you know he was like we're running we're starting an accelerator program which obviously has now evolved into the yeah. private program now and we were just absolutely yeah we're in yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no chat or nothing between myself and him. yeah 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 that's fine we'll, we'll just do that you know it was just like that you know send us an invoice <laughs> you know it was one of those kind of situations so although there is that ducks in order it's also like if it makes sense and it's going to help make progression with us i'm like no we're in you know let's yeah. Just do yeah that's really interesting so how did you like it's a really interesting transition period where you got the business to a place where you're like this is really working now yeah, but it was yeah. very quickly that you then decided to start a family and yeah. and that's a, obviously that's a, a significant move a lot of our listeners will be in the same place they're probably business owners in their 30s and maybe thinking oh it's the business or a family i can't have both what what would you say to that yeah, and I can completely see where people would have that that viewpoint from. But the reality for, well, certainly for us, was that it really was a now or never in terms of time. Yeah. Because I've just turned 40, and uh, so I got pregnant at 38. So at the time when we decided to try and get pregnant, I was like 37, which already is at the, the other end of the scale for having sure. children. So to be honest, uh, what I really kind of, what happened was we just we were just coming out of lockdown and I think we had rode through lockdown let's say we rode through it we've come out to the end of it and I think a lot of people you know 
did a bit of self-reflection at that point in their life about, you know, um, what actually really mattered to them, what they wanted to move in forwards, probably looking at their own goals and things. And it was just something that we just thought, you know what, if we're going to do it, we just need to do it now. Yeah. And that was it. And we just made that decision. And for the following, I'm going to say like, uh, like 15, 16 months, we just, and I'm not exact, not just 15, 16 months, that was 15, say 16 months to get pregnant and then being pregnant for another nine months. So say for 20 months, just for argument's sake, we literally just put our foot to the floor. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Until the day I gave birth. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and you know that actually. I do, yeah. I do. <laughs> that's, so that's wild. So what, like, I know what that means because I witnessed it, but what does put your foot to the floor mean in terms of a business owner listening to this podcast? So for for us, we were really focusing. So we, we transitioned away from our kind of personal training, face-to-face working to an online business, obviously through COVID and things as well. And so for us, that was scaling to 100 clients in, in our business, yeah. um, which kind of from a client point of view, that will give some people kind of perspective. But that was like, you know, not exaggerating we were working seven days a week yeah now i'm not saying we were working you know 10 hours every day but working seven days a week and to be honest we still work probably seven days a week but we don't work you know 10 hours every day and some days it might be for two hours and other days it might be for 10 hours but that is on our terms and we will do that and we'll work that around obviously the family and having days out and you know whatnot so like for instance today emma's away out for the day with the little man they're away to soft play you know they're doing all the fun stuff and i'm working today and that's all good tomorrow he goes to my mum's for childcare, and the two of us will work together all day but on thursday i'll go out all day and i'll go and get to do all the lots of fun stuff with the little man as well and then i'll get to work all day so you know and at that point compared to now you know it's probably it sounds cliche but it was just about being hungry and yeah just and it sounds really kind of simple but just putting the hours in you know we were literally working every single day push 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 and we run our business on like a kind of a challenge model and we were running challenges like every week you know not like once a month every week for like eight weeks in a row then we'd have a break. Then we'd do like another eight weeks and we'd have a break, you know. And it was it was full on. It was very full on. But we did it because we were we were pushing our business up, 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 up. Because we knew when this little guy arrived that we were going to obviously have to have some kind of down downtime. Yeah. So, you know, we did that. So it could we could then have a period of time where, don't get me wrong, we did not not work because we definitely did work, but we probably like half our intensity probably for a good three or four months yeah and um, still very present in our business and we put a lot of systems in place and you know just to put it into perspective as well you know there's seven of us in the business it's not just myself and emma so you know we've got a, a good team around us as well so we just got things in place where um we had things you know managed as well really it's crazy <laughs> yeah no i love that though like basically how did you ramp it up and you said well just did the reps we just did it yeah that's it and i think like so many people overcomplicate it there'll be people listening to this now that they've got the systems in place they've roughly their marketing and their sales and their admin process processes are in a good place but they're just not doing the reps they're not they're not putting the fuel into the business well like that to put that into perspective like one of the systems that we use we were doing once a month we quadrupled that yeah 
<laughs> not just doubled we quadrupled it yeah yeah we, that's what we want to do that's what we need to do yeah and like output is such like a underutilized skill in business so like many of our clients will ask me how do you get all this stuff done how are you there how are you here how are you like and i'm like well that obviously there's sacrifice involved but if I'm willing to do half an hour more in the morning than a normal person and an hour more in the evening than a normal person, I create myself an extra day a week. Yep, 100%. And, and it, it's as simple as that. I mean, that sounds, but it just is. Like, for all the things where people decide that they're going to watch something on Netflix that they don't really care about or they're going to scroll on Instagram or TikTok for an hour, just don't. Yeah, that's self-discipline isn't it yeah so all that extra work all that kind of like uh foot to the floor and running challenges every week which there's people in there'll be people listening to this now that run two challenges a year and that's too much for them so doing it every <laughs> week is is wild um what's that meant on the other side when when the little man came into the world and and work-life balance and all that kind of stuff yeah, so when he arrived, I um, people will probably roll their eyes at this, but I gave birth on Thursday and I went back to work on Sunday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but listen, listen, I mean, uh, just administration, and I was just doing, like, a little bit of, you know, emails. Not deadlifts, yeah, okay. No, <laughs> yeah. nothing like that. And, and all I was doing was I'm going to just say responsive work, so, like, clients getting back to clients, um, replying to emails, things like that, you know, but I certainly wasn't going out and I wasn't pushing. We were not, we just went through like that. We basically for three months didn't bring clients in pretty mm. much just maintained. We worked with the clients that we, that we had, we still got great results uh, and probably for a good three to four months, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but that I'm going to say that that wave really rode we rode rode that right out. And that's the truth. And some of those clients are still with us now, you know. So we couldn't have been, uh, you know, our service couldn't have diminished that much. <laughs> yeah, how many, like it's an interesting one, right? So like, how many of those clients actually resonated with what you were going through? Probably most of them. Yeah, like, and this is the other thing as well. Like, we were on holiday a couple of weeks ago, and like, lots of my clients, you know, they just weren't doing what they normally would do. And I'd be like, hi, how are you doing? I've not heard from you. Like, yeah, yeah, you're on holiday. They actually respect you and your time. Yeah. They're like, well, you're on holiday, so I actually don't feel like I need to, or I don't want to, it can wait till you come back. And they're like, yeah, it's okay, you're on holiday, go. And the, a lot of them had that same kind of mentality at that point. They were like, oh, no, no, like, well, you know, take your time and whatnot. And, you know, I did have like two full weeks of where I just didn't do any, like, any, like, I'm going to say live delivery. Like, I yeah. didn't go on calls or anything like that for i say two weeks it was probably more than that actually um it was a probably a good while and not that maybe overstepping the boundaries but you know i was also breastfeeding and things as well yeah. so that in itself has you know a lot of time constraints as well and yeah. um, so, you know you can't do a lot of other things when you're doing that <laughs> tied to the sofa Fair enough. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little man's got to eat yeah exactly That's it. So... whenever he wants to eat he's got to give in yeah yeah no i completely appreciate that <laughs> So that's like, because that's a really interesting point that I think a lot of people think that that we you can't be human if you run a business, that you can't like have a family or or show a family dynamic or um, 
you know, need to take time off for a funeral or whatever it might be. But actually, the reality is 90% of your client base will be completely cool about it. Oh, yeah, 100%, totally. Yeah, and I didn't have to say to them, by the way, guys, I won't be available for a couple of weeks because I'm going into labour. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's just like uh, they know. Like, they're like, okay. You know, and we, obviously we had, like, lots of communication and obviously, like I said, we've got other team members and things in the group as well. So, like, well, if I, they, they didn't, if they didn't, if they couldn't get it from me, they would get it from somebody else as well. You know, that's also the art of delegation and having other people in your business as yeah. well. Yeah. So, People can deal with things, and if there was something that they couldn't deal with, then you and I'm always very open and honest, and I say that to like the girls on our team. I'll say, you know, like if they were covering like a live Q and A, I'm like, if you don't know the answer, you just say, I'm not entirely sure about that. What I'll do is I'll speak to Jen or Emma, and I'll come back to you, and that's yeah. it. Fine, and everybody like they they appreciate that because they're like, oh well, that's fine. And it you makes know? it makes you look more established. Yeah, rather than going oh, 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 just making stuff up, yeah. you know. Well, just say don't know, but you'll find out and you'll come back to them. Simple. Yeah, and that's like that. If anything, that makes them feel more secure because then they know that the day someone in your business takes some time off, someone else there's there to look after them. That yeah, that cool. is really important that that gets embedded early doors. Whereas if you've uh, built a business where everything has to come through you, what yeah. you've done is just create yourself a really big job. It's, it's yeah. not. Totally. Like, so for example, like it's, it's Tuesday today at the time of recording and yesterday on Monday we have like a, a group, uh, like a Facebook group and our clients mm. in our group programme, they all check in. And like I didn't go into it yesterday because I knew, I'd, I'd seen from just scrolling that it would all been taken care of. So I was like, well, I don't need to go into that. I don't need to go and repeat, you know, and what other people have done. So I'm like, well, I know that that's, that's a job that's been taken care of. And yeah satisfied and we've got happy clients and that's all good you know so knowing that you've got those kind of processes in place someone wanted to go back to their job was literally just yesterday or was it the day before em and i were speaking and i just remember saying to her like i actually just feel really thankful that we have been in a position where we've seen every single day of our child's life like he's yeah. not been part of the child care into nursery and yeah he obviously he does like he goes to my mom's every week and he is going to be going to nursery in a few weeks time but just for two half days a week and it's not so we can work it's actually for his kind of social interaction so can meet other kids yeah, yeah 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 so and i'm like well i'm actually just so grateful to actually have been able to experience what we are like he's 17 months and in my circle of friends, four of us were all pregnant at the same time, like completely not planned. <laughs> you know, all just random, all were pregnant at the same time. They're all back at work now. Yeah. You know? Some of them are pregnant again, actually. <laughs> but, you know, they're all back at work and they're like, oh, this is so difficult. This is so hard. And I've been used to being with the with my child all this time. And I'm like, well, I'm just so grateful. Like, I don't actually feel like that. And I'm like, well... You know, I know I could have, he could have went to nursery after six months. We could have put him in nursery full time. But I'm like, well, that's not what I want because I want to be able to have the balance of, yeah, work and work hard, but also, you know, enjoy your child and the life that you've built to support and yeah. support them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. So now you're where you are now. Uh, yeah. What does the future look like? What's the next time you've got to put your foot to the floor? No. Okay. Right now. <laughs> yeah so our foot is uh firmly down at the moment actually Um, we are uh yeah we're in a bit of a push mode at the minute um, which you probably see as well mm -hmm. i don't know and uh yeah we are uh we're doing a lot of 
we're not doing challenges every week, but we are doing we're doing well, kind of almost that actually. <laughs> but like two, two, and then followed by a different type of challenge. Um, but yeah, you know, that is like one of our main modes. Um, but in terms of like social media, you know, our foot is heavily to the floor, you know, we do we do like two to three pieces of content every single day. And uh we've never had this in 10 years, we've never had this the amount of inbound leads as what we're having right now, ever. Wow. Which is crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Jen, you've been an awesome guest. What's the best way for people to get in touch? You can catch us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, Facebook is our jam, mainly, where most people find us. And it's just bodyfit coaching. And then on Instagram, it's bodyfit underscore coaching underscore. Awesome. Thank you for being a wicked guest. Excellent. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.